All right, welcome back, Inebriate. Uh, this is Andy. I think this is our first recording in our new office. Wow, yeah, congratulations. I think it might be, yeah. Um, so I didn't check your the pronunciation of your name before we started, and that's usually my crutch. Like, <laughs> let me let me try. I just called is it just Ann Diaz? Nope, but that oh. was what I was called for many years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> usually I, I check ahead of time and I I, I just messed up. So. so when I first moved to the United States, that's what I was called. But it's uh is Ane Diaz. It's Ane Ane. Ane A N E H maybe and then Diaz. Diaz. Okay. Yeah. I will yeah. try not to screw that up. No, but that's no fine. guarantees. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. I mean, I respond to any that resembles because so many times when I first moved to this country, I was cold and I missed it so many times that now I am alert to whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Liza, my real name is Annelisa Diaz. So imagine that. That's a German yeah. with a Spanish last name. So, and I'm not German at all. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's Anne Diaz. Thank you. <laughs> and you're from Venezuela. When did you come to this country? I, well, we moved in, in 1980. Okay. Uh, in 1980, just as, as the Iran contract, he switched, you know, like it was like, welcome to America. You know, it was very, very welcome to Reagan. And the, the whole era is when I came. So it was a very, very interesting times when, when we first got here, coming from Venezuela. And the Venezuela I came from was still a very cool Venezuela. You know, mm -hmm. it was very... Um, uh, you know, it still was, 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 it, it was starting to decline, but it was still very much a super beautiful, amazing, free democratic country. So social democracy is what is in Venezuela, but yeah. But uh, having a father that lived through Franco in Spain, yeah. he kind of smelled that stuff and he's like, let's get out of here. I can't. And my, I mean, Venezuela had a couple of dictatorships before that, but this one was a bit different. Uh, just like the, you know, it's interesting to have your father tell you that. Oh, wow! Actually, Franco was pretty cool. It's almost like saying Bush is cool now. You know, nowadays. <laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah, we miss Cheney, you know, or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. So my dad was just very adamant, like uh, when they nationalized the oil in you know in the 80s that the country was going to decline, and he was like, I can't do dictatorship anymore. Because so, so he moved us here and uh, to the United, the whole family moved here to get out. That was, that was uh, more information than I think I knew about Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> I can find it on a map. Um, <laughs> it's a beautiful people. country, but don't go there. You know, uh, a, like as a matter of fact, I just found out that I cannot go there. I mean, I'm American, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm an American citizen now, of course. Been here for many years. But if I go to Venezuela, in order to leave the country, you have to have a Venezuelan passport. And if you don't have your Venezuelan passport, even don't have an American passport, they make you. You got to stay there and do the, you know, stay there for three months and try to get the passport there. They don't oh. let you leave the country, even if you're an American citizen. It's the law. So, you know, oh. it's weird. weird. It's, it's a very, very <clears throat> non-functioning narco yeah. uh, government going on there. So, But you're music is definitely you know it, it's it's sung in spanish and um is definitely influenced it, it very much reminded me of like kind of like soundtracks for like 
movies in like the 60s it had like a real 60s vibe to it was that an intentional thing or is that me just that's probably me. are you sure it's all 70s because i love my 70s but no i know it's, i appreciate the 60s no i don't know you know the, how I, what happened with these songs okay these are folkloric songs that the way that i the way that i approach this album is like before i embark into my new just call it like new era right mm -hmm. Uh, is uh, I decided to kind of do a tribute to the people where I learned to sing and where I played and what I listened to when I was a child. So these are all folkloric songs from Venezuela that my mom picked from, you know, of all the many songs. And we oh, said, cool. that are your favorite songs? And because I played with, you know, a, you know, I was in a, I want to know if I call it punk band, but I was uh, with a coffee way, which is an alternative tentacles. So I was, you know, I did, you know, squad tours in Europe. Mm -hmm. So I was living in a life that my mom was like, what are you doing with yourself? <laughs> so it was like, you know, rock and, you know, being in this kind of beautiful. I love it. It was a fantastic, fantastic time. But, you know, my family and my mom is 89 and I was like, I'm, you know, older. So it's just like, uh, we're just going to have to do something for mom because they just can't listen to anything I've ever done, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> they don't like it you know and i understand you know they don't like uh punk rock and they don't like <laughs> that kind of stuff but it's okay uh so she picked all the songs and these are what we did is that we went around the map of venezuela yeah. and we picked different songs from different air areas of the country and say what do you like of this area what do you like so we picked our and not only that we also picked the ones that had the most um apropos lyrics which is uh, you know, we didn't want to sing, oh, love, love, pretty songs and all that. It's more mm -hmm. about the country and what the struggle and, and you know, the working songs of the country and in trying to highlight the our favorite uh, uh, artists like Simon Diaz and Otilio Galindez and people like that that we adore. So uh, we sang, I sang some of those songs. Uh, it's really cool. Like that's, I, I think, I really like the way that like you kind of like incorporated your mother into the process and like, picking the songs with her. I think that's really, really yeah. sweet. Yeah. Ah. Well, you know, they're the ones who really know the stuff. And in, in, uh, in, in reality, it was just kind of like, it is a real gift to her and she's a gift to me. So yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool. And uh, she likes it now. So she's really, she's, she's like, oh, I love that. And even though, you know, we did it, I did it with uh, Jim White, you know, Jim White. And Jim White is just someone who is, uh, you know, as a producer, he is uh, a genius, really, truly. I mean, I don't know if you, you ever heard the wrong eyed Jesus, looking for the wrong eyed Jesus, Jim White. It's one of my favorite albums. No, I don't. I'm going to have to. Oh, yeah, looking for the wrong eyed Jesus. This is one of the, another reason when, where I picked Jim White is because of that album. I mean, he's, I'm a huge fan of everything he does, but this album really changed me about music in the way that he approached and he really creates like a cinematic ambience you know mm -hmm. he does it playing different kinds of things he finds at the flea market that he goes to every saturday and metals of different thin you know is it really rusted is it <laughs> oh interesting yeah he's fantastic and uh so when i approached him i was a little nervous because i didn't really know him uh and uh i asked my friend bill bryson who played with us uh, play with me in in the causeway he was the button in the causeway that that's the alternative tentacle band um 
I asked him, it's like, hey, Jim White is in town. I'm in plane. Do you mind inviting him? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then it's like, and, you know, it starts at probably 11 o'clock. It's like, no, I can't. <laughs> you know, he's, he's in bed. <laughs> Ten. So anyway, we've met and, um, in a, you know, in conversation, I said, hey, um, do you mind me producing a folk music, you know, album? And he was, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I was super surprised because I was like, oh, it's Venezuelan folk songs. Would you be interested in that? And he said, yeah, sure. And then later on, he was like, what in the hell did you say yes? Yeah. <laughs> Only because he wasn't like the traditional three chord, four chord songs are very, they're, as you can see, they're not the necessary. Yeah, they're simple chords, but they're kind of intertwined and played very differently all the time. So he he was in for a surprise. And then that's when we brought Paul from Farah, which is a, a beautiful man who works with Jim White many times. And he's helped him. He's a multi-instrumentalist and super talented, super, super talented man. So he kind of helped us uh, translate to each other. And I translated from Farah. And then Jim will get in. And then we created this kind of sound. And then we brought the other JT Bates and, and uh, Liz uh, Draper came in and many more. You know, we have amazing, amazing players in this. I mean, even John Keane, who produced R.E.M. and all that, plays the slide guitar. And, and, oh, cool. uh, and he did the mastering and the mixing, I mean, the mastering of it. So it's been it's been uh, it's been a, a real a true collaboration because the idea is to bring these songs to to American players even, you know, in a way. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to I didn't want to, I didn't want to fake that I don't live in my country. I have a lot of guilt, survival guilt. I was mm -hmm. gonna a lot of it. You know, like I wonder why I don't sleep. And it's just kind of like you just feel wrong to have a life where your family is not, you know, and you cannot get them out. And you know, so you have this kind of constant guilt for leaving, for leaving them behind, uh, for leaving everybody behind. You feel like you left everything behind. So you have this constant like can I enjoy my life? <laughs> you know, like truly, no, not really, because you know, when something's wrong, you can't lie to yourself. It's, it's, it's not, nothing is just really perfect. So it's, it's a, uh, it's a tribute to everyone that is there and it's everywhere. Now, Venezuelans are everywhere, you know, we're all mm -hmm. over the, so yeah, because we all had to leave. So now we're all expats and, um, it's a tribute to everybody in the struggle of, in our guilt. And so these songs, Again, are my my childhood songs, "Pick My Mama," and and, and uh, it played by completely different instruments with completely different people. I've never, I never let them hear the original either. Oh yeah, the original. So it's me. Like I went with my cuatro to, and I just play them the songs, send them, you know, play them, send them out, and like this is how I remember them. Go from here. Don't ever listen to the original. So they, so they went and ran out, and we all ran with it. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Okay, let's do that one because I can do that. But they were inventing. They never heard them before. So, so why why did you want them not to have heard the the original? Did you want it to be like a real departure or like did you not want it to like, yeah? Because of the same reason, uh, you know, the same reason. Um, I feel like I, I never had the struggle of the Venezuelan people. So I'm not going to pretend that I have been there and that I'm to a hundred, you know, I am mm -hmm. really American Venezuelan right now. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not going to pretend that I am like the, you know, Venezuelan in the struggle. So I wanted to be from the part of the ones that have left already. And, 
And it's kind of it's a nostalgic album from someone who has a fading memory of these songs. And uh, and it's true. I do. You know, I, I have like, you know, like I know them, but not like, a, you know, the traditional boom, boom, boom for clerk, like this right. is you do here and you do that. And I'm sure there's a few people are going to go, what is this woman done with this music? You know, <laughs> because it's not a Black Sabbath. You cannot mess it up, man. Or you just get killed. You know, it's, it's um, so it's, it's uh, but thus far uh, everything is fine <laughs> but i'm sure there's some you know people that 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 would find it offensive that i've you know uh you know play with these songs in this way but i don't know what do you think folkloric is about that right you're supposed to i mean folklore is folklore right yeah and i mean the the thing about folk music is it's always kind of it's more of who's singing it i suppose because it's always changing you know like Exactly. E even something like country music is very similar to, to folk music and it's changed a lot in the last 50 years yeah. um but I, I love irish music you know being of irish descent um and even the more traditional irish bands um i'm very excited i don't know i don't know if you ever heard of uh, gaelic storm no but um, I love Irish music. I mean, uh, the the tradition of Irish folk music is absolutely extraordinary. I mean, yeah. it's, it's genius. It really is. It's absolutely beautiful. And they're um, when I first found them, it's an interesting story. Um, they were in the movie Titanic when Jack and Rose danced in the steerage um, or steerage or whatever that term is. Uh, they were the band that was playing, and so mm -hmm. there was a local small bar around here that decided they're going to do like a titanic night and they recreated the last meal and served it on replica plates and that this band played and my parents went to see them and so as years progressed they're like oh you know you have to come see this band and they kept coming back to this bar so every time they came to this bar me and my parents would go see them and then and they've gotten really big they don't play anything that small anymore but when that bar was still open they kept coming back to that bar and when my father passed away, um, you know, we, we went afterwards and the lead singer, Patrick is like, you know, oh, where's, you know, where's your dad? And we're like, Oh, you know, we lost him. He's like, no, he sits in the front row. And we're like, uh, not anymore. And he's like, no, he sits in the front row. And they went up and toasted to him. And so, oh, they're, so they're I, actually coming it to it me chills. It's yeah. so beautiful. I mean, exactly. Oh my God. That's and so they're beautiful. coming to play here in Plymouth in june and it just happens to be my mother's birthday um and we lost her a few years ago but um so me and my wow. sister are gonna go and uh so it's very exciting to see them because i haven't seen them since well before covid and but they're they play traditional irish music but and it, so it's irish folk music but they even have songs that are in that vein but are modern like there's a whole song about the night he he punched russell crowe <laughs> oh good and, and uh <laughs> yeah so it's it's a really it's traditional irish music but it's a modern song you know and, and that's kind of that thing about folk music is it, it's more i don't know it, it, it can be modern you know no well it's so interesting because i'm having a difficulty understanding that uh because that's what i'm i mean i'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I'm doing next is I'm going to go into, I mean, now that I've made, uh, you know, this tribute to the people that taught me how to sing and to my mother, um, mm -hmm. 
it, it's kind of uh, it's time. Then I'm gonna go to the next thing, you know, which is Spanish music in the same feel of, of no sim. I mean, who knows what will happen? Of course, with music, we never know. Yeah. But you know, in the similar sense, I'm saying as a ballast in a way of of you know, I'm not playing rock and roll anymore. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, so I'm going and I'm gonna play more into these kind of I don't know what you call it. I mean, world music. I don't know what you call it. But I'm I'm gonna go um, back to this. So I'm gonna be doing kind of like what you're saying. I'm gonna go back to a folkloric, but more modern. Because mm-hmm. it's written today, you know. But you know, um, is Hank Williams folkloric? I would say, yeah, sure, right? yeah, that's, I would think so. That's what I think. That's American folklore to me as a foreigner. I'm not so sure if I'm right or wrong. Who's folkloric from the United States? Um, and I guess that really depends on what your 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 definition of, of folk music is. I mean, yeah. you know, th- there are bands. Um, there's a, a band, I'm not even sure where they're from. Um, I think they're called Days and Days, but like the guy plays like a wash tub bass, and a girl plays like the um the washboard and but there's a trumpet, you know, and it, it's kind of folk music, but, you know, but they're all young kids. So it's like, I don't, it's, I find music is harder and harder to categorize. That's good, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, when I was a kid uh, in the record store, there's like five labels and you listen to what you listen to and you didn't depart from that. And now there's so many bands that have like, broken down and muddied the water to the point where you're like i like music <laughs> and i can't i can tell you what bands i like and <laughs> it's all over the road um and i, I it's interesting because i'm finding as i'm getting older i'm willing to broaden my horizons more but I'm, I, I also have really eclectic tastes so i'm always i like bands that have kind of like a folk aspect to it um you know uh, mariachi el bronx um yeah. is great what did you uh, say sorry i didn't hear uh mariachi el bronx oh yeah 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 That's so good. that they're great <laughs> you know and, and yeah. i just find it's really fascinating to take some part of a, it's like food that's true you know you, you you can take like a traditional venezuelan dish or any traditional dish and modernize it or you know kind of spice it up or mix it and it it's it's fascinating so i i really love that kind of out of the box thinking that to combine styles of music that's so great you know and i agree i'm kind of like because i come from a folkloric background i have like no rules like when so when i have played in the past with people that are really musicians like read everything and they go mm-hmm. that doesn't go with that i'm like i don't care we're doing it like that i'm sorry that you know that there's a rule i'm like uh my brain doesn't register the rule and if it sounds you know my ear says this goes and you know we go but it's kind of like the classically trained people go do the puppy dog thing. Like, what are you doing? You know, it's like, no, this is weird. You know, it's so it's about, it's not about being weird. It's about doing what you feel that is you. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not trying to imitate anybody. It's almost like what shows up sometimes when you're writing music, you know, 
Mm -hmm. so how we, and when we were doing this album, for example, we were kind of like, how do we mess it up? That was basically how we would fuck it up. But <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and we did and we did. And we were like, no, it's not messed up enough. It's not. No, no. We got to mess it up more. It's got to be angrier. It's got to be sadder. It's got to be slower. You know, we turn on like, uh, you know, we're like, no, we still too happy. We're still, you know, it's not giving me. So we just messed it up, messed it up and messed it up. So. Have the perfect team to do it. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, it, and I I love that. You know, I I don't I don't understand creative people when they get so focused on well, the rule is this and the rule is that, and it's fine to understand the rules, but kind of part of understanding the rules is kind of knowing when and why, and just being like, eh, that's the rule, but I'm going to ignore it today. Yeah. And you know that kind of like creativity to me is like about play and, and you know coming up with something um a lot a lot of times by accident and, and the majority of what i do for my job is by accident someone will just be like hey let's do this and i'm like okay let's do it yeah. why not hey let me tell you that is so true why not i mean it, it, like um there's a i don't know about it really me, so, what do you do, Newman? My daughter has the saying, it's called tocar is no entrar, which is knocking is not getting in. So you have to like, you know, you just don't knock once and run. You gotta yeah. keep going, you know, you gotta keep, you gotta keep looking into that. You gotta keep digging deeper into, you can't get in just by one knock. I guess that's, that's into whatever you're going into, your, your creativity and all. You gotta really like, approach it from every possible angle like even when i really like something i'm like okay still okay we like that one remember that one but let's keep going and then no oh, okay we like that one better but don't settle as soon as you well no don't don't settle you know until you know for sure that 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 is yours and it, it, for whatever reason you know mm -hmm. you don't know why it's yours that's the other cool thing with music and art you're just like it's done and you're like why we don't know it's just done you know it's like is we got everything we need there and I don't know why I feel it's done. So it's pretty, um, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's his own monster in a way, his own thing that you tell like taps you in somewhere and says, okay, you're done. Okay. I'm done. Yeah. And so, sometimes I feel like I'm done working on something. Cause I'm like, I feel like if I keep working on it, I'm going to make it bad. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of artists kind of will, will think that way, being like, "Oh, okay, time now's the time to put it down." Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I'm mean, gonna tell you, like a lot of this thing happened to me. I gotta say, um, I can't remember the album, but uh, Bob Dylan did the album on country music, like radio. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my favorite album, really. You know, and I realized I was like, well, you know, this was kind of inspired also by him in that album. Uh, and, and also the singing, you know, like be yourself. I mean, Bob Dylan can sing big chestnut, you know, these, but no, everybody has the perfect voice, you know? No, no. It's like, look, we got Leonard Cohen, we have big chestnut, we have Bob Dylan. Just be yourself and you'll be fine, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be this perfect, you know, thing all the time that, you know, some people like that. And I like the more grungier side of, you know, um, you know, a, a more, um, I don't know what I call it. That's perfect. <laughs> it, it, it's it's interesting to me because so many people, you know, as they get to adults, if, if they didn't work at being a creative person, you know, that's when they're like, oh, I can't sing or I can't draw or I can't do this. And I'm like, you, everybody can. 
everybody can see. It's just different levels. It's just they have that mentality of it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. I'm like, my sketchbooks, I have hundreds of sketchbooks. They're full. They're not perfect. They're just sketches. They're not supposed to be perfect. They're practice. They're fun. They're to get an idea out of your head. Good for you. I mean, it's it's, it's exactly like that. Like we 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 think that we'll come learn it. You know, like mm-hmm. we we when we are nervous, and like if I don't make this perfect the first time, I I suck at it. You know, it's like you know you you gotta do the sketches. You gotta you gotta play with your stuff. You can't just uh, assume that you're gonna be a genius the first time you write a song, and then like oh sorry, I didn't do it the first time. I, I can't do this. You know? Right? Yeah. Yeah, or if you're playing the guitar, you noodle around and you're like, no, none of this is really jiving. And then you hit some, you know, a chord progression or or something. And you're like, oh, okay, now I have an idea. And then you kind of take that audio sketch and then you go work yeah. on it and try to refine it. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, you got to allow yourself to to have I mean, not to not so be judging, not so judgmental of yourself and let, let the, the art take over, you know. Uh, and it, I know it sounds kind of weird to speak that way, you know, like you feel like, oh, you're possessed, but in a way it's the flow, you know, it's like you are in this thing and you don't know when it's happening. It could happen at 11 o'clock at night. It could happen. Mm-hmm. And you wake up at three in the morning going, oh my God, I got an idea. It can happen, you know, after you have whatever, you know, a, a beautiful dinner with your family and you come home and you're like, I feel something. So you never know when it's going to come. Just like everything, you have to be alerted when it comes and go and, and and do something with it, not just let it, you know, like an idea, just mm-hmm. write it down or, you know, just like be alerted to, oh, my God, I heard a melody. I had melodies that I've written songs in the past that are just from my washing machine, you know, from the rhythm of the, the rattle of the washing machine, found a beat, you know, from like, oh, my God, I could hear that. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And I go find it in the bass and I just write, you know, I mean, I'm sure people, a lot of people do that. Many, many, many people do that. But it's just being alerted to what you're listening to in in, uh, in what you heard is going to be different than anybody else heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's you listening. So, yeah, it's uh, it's being alerted to to this, to to which, you know, to whatever the, the creative creative spirit, you want to call it is saying to do the music or to, you know, whatever you're doing, art, sketching, poetry, whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's, you know, and, and I love the idea of kind of stumbling into it. Um, you know, we have a, a figure drawing group um, that meets once a month and we draw from a model and it's yeah. right. A, you what's said up? Figure drawing? Oh, figure, figure. Oh, okay. Figure. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I do finger painting. <laughs> we have people that do all sorts of weird stuff in there, so it wouldn't surprise me if someone finger painted. <laughs> but uh, it's across the street from like my favorite little dive bar, so a lot of times afterwards I'll go over and have a beer, and I have my sketchbook. And the bartender was like, "Oh, you know, put I can't. Oh, put my beer down on the sketchbook." And she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "Don't, don't. It's not a big deal." And then I'm like, oh, it'd be interesting to have the sketchbook be your bar mat and see what happens. And so, like, I flipped it to an empty page and and like she began to, like, make drinks on it. And so there's like spilled beer and and little um, spilled shot glass like impressions on it. And so now I'm like, oh, this is this is like the background. Like now I have to figure out what is going to be the foreground. And what I think I'm going to try to do, I saw it happen 
uh, saw in like a video years ago, someone like boiled down Coca-Cola to like um, basically different thicknesses. So it would be darker and lighter. Uh-huh. And I have some uh, old stout that I haven't, it's been sitting in my kitchen forever. So I'm going to try yeah. to do that and just do like a, a beer portrait or something. So I love it. What a great idea. That's yeah. great. Isn't that funny? It's just, yeah, just, it just happened. Yeah. Do a whole show with that. You can do a whole gallery show with those, you know? I could. Yeah. I'd yeah. have to do it. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Just like you do the stout series. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Around my black beer, by the way, I'm a Guinness drinker and an Irish whiskey drinker. Nice, nice. That's the only whiskey I can drink. I don't like anything else. I don't know why. Everybody tells me it's the barrels that come from here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Every everybody's got a you know their preference, and you know I work with so many breweries that uh, the only beer I don't like is sours. Yeah, me neither. What what is the difference? What makes what makes Irish whiskey so good in your opinion? I mean, it's good. I don't. It is. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't. What tastes so different than them? What does it taste so different? It's one of the you know. So there's so many things that go into stuff like that. Um, and sour beer is is an excellent example because um they have two different types of sours. There's kettle sour. And then I forget what the other one's called natural or something like that. And the one that's not a kettle sour is basically like open air. So like whatever organisms oh, are floating around the air is what kind of ah. like ferments it and gives it the sour. Ah. So you could make the same recipe in different locations. It will taste different. You can make yeah. the same recipe on different days and the humidity will make it taste different. Seasons. So, we, uh, my, my, uh, my husband and I grow agaves to make mezcal. Oh, nice. We have, we have, uh, we grow like six different varieties in, in here in California. We grow six different varieties of agaves to make agave spirit because you know, call it, you cannot call it mezcal or tequila. Of course, we do have right. the tequila plant, but yeah, we're, we're making, we, uh, you know, the normal one, the one that you put, I don't know if you see it where you are. I don't, I doubt it. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> But but when you have traveled, you've seen the center where they call the century plants, you know. Have mm-hmm. you seen them? I don't think so. I've seen like, you know, the drawing of agave on Yeah, you know. okay. Well the the, the, the probably the drawing is mostly tequila, the tequila plant. But uh so yeah, so we have and then we have made some some with friends. I mean, we we personally haven't made them, we grow them and we give them to a amazing distillery called uh shelter distiller. Uh, that uh, that ferments and does it all for for us because so we're doing a collaboration and uh, so yes I totally they had a hard time fermenting because they are doing in stainless steel and usually tequila is in barrels so barrels yeah side and the fermentation happens like that so it takes a little longer but anyway so yeah super fun and soon we're gonna have more to send over so as soon as I have a little bottle I'll send you one oh please I do love to. That's yeah, yeah, tequila. we did. Yeah. You know, well, it's, it's, yeah. it's, this one is an ensemble, which means that it has, uh, I think it had like five different kinds of agave plants. Nice. So we have we had tequila, tobala, salmiana, mapisagalisa, and asferro, I think. Asamia. Yeah. Anyway, we had a different, like five different varieties. So it's not tequila. It tastes, it tastes pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's my job is interesting because 
That's mine. You know what you do when you're an artist, a musician, you have to find other things because, as you know, this is a, a very hard hard work here. Uh, you know, music, like, what, what, like anything has to do with art is for the love of it. Yeah. You have to love it, love it, love it. Or like uh, I always refer to Joseph Campbell because I... He's my, I guess, my guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love him. So, um, you know, live your bliss or else you're, or you're screwed. See, my, my biggest problem right now is we've become so busy and we're doing a ton of stuff, which is great. And this is now my full-time job. And my business partner, he still works his full-time job. But like, ideally, you know, at some point he'll be able to leave his job. And I have that creative mindset. So I have a, I have trouble figuring out when I'm working and when I'm not working. <laughs> That's great. And everyone's like, you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe, but like, it doesn't all feel like work. And then it's like, so sometimes I'm like, I should find a hobby. And then like, I have to find a hobby that I'm not going to try to make into more work <laughs> because I enjoy what I do. No, but you know, uh, my father-in-law has a saying, uh, it beats working, you know, what, when yeah. we're working. It's like, it beats working because we're doing everything we want. And at this, no, we're lucky enough. I mean, and, and like, I love growing agave. I love it. You know, so I don't feel like I'm working and we, working to the wee hours and i'm like like you're saying i'm like i don't see like working i'm like i'm taking advantage of the weather i'm taking i don't care if it's sunday it's your farmer so you you know the cows don't know it's sunday (laughs) you gotta you gotta get out there and be you know and and work so and i love it because you get dirty in and in a way i gotta admit that it brings me back to my venezuelan background we're like you know we're as a people we love ranching we are we're people of nature we're you know if you you know we're into magic realism we believe in a lot of things you know mm-hmm. so uh being outside and being with this magnificent plant that is um so giving you know the agave it gives you agave syrup fiber uh mezcal uh, agua miel. i mean it gives it's just a forever giving one of them makes soap i mean it's just like you can see why it's such an iconic plant in mexico it's been used like the, they use the 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 need the the thorn and oh the, the needle I think yeah. that's you know they they cut the edge and then they sell furniture yeah horses is so strong it's like hemp yeah it's super strong so anyway I'm in love with that so it so a lot of inspiration comes from that too so I feel very like a janera which is like a cowgirl. <laughs> Okay, which in is California, my mom, like my, mom from, <laughs> my mom is from the Los Llanos, Apure, which is a town that is cowboys. So I don't know if it's my, my dad is from the Canary Islands, which is mm-hmm. also a lot of you know a, a lot of growers ranching, farming, uh, and wine and distillery happening there. So I don't know if it's genetic. I'm telling you, Andy. I think <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. It might be. It might be. But you know. Uh, <clears throat> It, it it all reflects in in it, it all like you're saying it all has to be a bliss or or else or you're just gonna really suffer. Yeah, and your days are gonna go real long. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like I see people that have those jobs and, and you know to they they basically you know work themselves to death and you know they 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 don't look good they're unhappy you know. Yeah, and it's like I, I just—it's a lot of fear, but it, it but it is it is a big jump, like you know, as you know that you know you gotta take a big chance. And, yeah, uh, 
And when you have, you know, when you're, if you're not settled and you don't have some sort of security, it's kind of impossible to take. It's almost like jumping in a pool if you don't know how to swim without the thing, you know, for people that it's just a big jump to leave your work and go to do something else. It's, it's nerve wracking. Yeah. I, I basically, I got thrown in the pool because I was working <laughs> and then COVID, I got laid off. And so I was like, well, now seems like a good time. Yeah. Well, guess what? So did we, when we went to work, so we're like, oh, COVID, we, like, perfect. We'll just plan like crazy. We just yeah. went to work and we're like planting. And I did this album, you know, and in this album, thank goodness I did it with my friend, uh, Rain, who, Rain Phoenix, who has a launch left, you know, the, the record label. And uh, she also was like, well, you know, uh, uh, slowly, I mean, everything, we were all so ready right before the pandemic, we we're going to do this, 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 this. And Everybody then, was, yeah. We had so many good things going. This was going to happen. That was going to happen. Everything happened, but it took a lot longer. Uh, but now, you know, now to be together with a band, that, just like you, I mean, we're sorry, with a label that um that does the same thing look it likes the the underdog that the you know that's called launch left because they like the you know the unknown artist she supports mm-hmm. one that is not seen she's like oh nobody knows about you let's go you know and <laughs> so you need to be seen and i appreciate so much that she took a chance with spanish music and which i'm not so sure the the um, united states is closer to listen to it and again here you are as you know t- listening to this album sure uh and but i tell you 10 years ago or five years ago no one was gonna be listening to this so i don't know why but i'm very happy that people are okay with listening to this i'm not so sure it's how we wrote it if it's the music itself but we're getting good you know, good you know response from people uh, but I don't, what do you think? Spanish music is is uh, tends I, to be very different. I, I don't. I don't know. Um, I feel like there are more people who've immigrated into our country and bringing their cultures with them. So I mean, it, it's. I don't know if Americans are listening to more, or there's more people here who enjoy. Because I, I tell you. Massachusetts is considered a, you know, a liberal state. Uh, Plymouth is not. Uh, Plymouth is a little, little island of conservatism in a state of liberal. And um, so it's unfortunate. But I mean, even, you know, even down here, there there's more interest in the Americanized version of other cultures, you know, which is at least stepping in the right direction. You know? <laughs> it's like we have a Mexican place, but it's like a Baja Mexican. It's like, it's still kind of not traditional. Um, Careful with the plate. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff, you know, going on here. And, and I feel like food and art is a great way to introduce people to a culture that they're unfamiliar with. Uh, in I don't want to say safe in, in a comfortable way for them that you know they may be hesitant but be like oh you got to try the you know the Korean barbecue place that just came in or you got to try this and you know check out this album and I feel like people are a little a little more comfortable stepping outside their comfort zone that way nothing that wonderful so you have Korean barbecue in Plymouth yeah Kogi all right <laughs> It's that's great. pretty good that's pretty yeah. good you know 
Yeah, our, our food our food game's on point. Um, we so okay. we got a hot pot place going in. Uh, we have a new Mexican place that's going to be opening. That's replacing kind of the very Americanized, not good Mexican place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I so Plymouth. Everyone thinks of like Pilgrims and you know Plymouth Rock, but it is um very foodie. There's like 40 bars and restaurants in a very short area. And it's some really great um, local chefs like John at, at food courts. Amazing. Jim Casey has this place called the blue eyed crab and it's like Caribbean inspired oh. dishes. And he also has a French restaurant. Yeah, um, you have some. Why is okay? So it is a conservative, but then again, you have these cool people coming over there. I wonder, you know, it's it's not. I mean, this also must be a beautiful place because why would these people that believe in in like, why did you say Caribbean inspired? Yeah, making yeah. a restaurant there if they thought you know. But I that's guess- what I'm saying. Is that that's that kind of like safe way for like the you know, Joe six pack that only drinks Coors light can kind of be like, Oh, well, you know, it's right next to the, the bar he always goes to. And someone convinces him to go to, you know, check out something there. And it's, it's, you know, it's not perfect, but I think it helps introduce people to other cultures. And I think that's food is important. For sure. Yeah, music is so personal, you know, you just never know. But but and in, in, in what I like about music is like people, you know, there's no been wars that you fight over not liking someone, you know, like, whoa, screw you. We're going to, you know, so music still like that thing that you're like, oh, you're free to like what you like. And and nobody gets mad. You like that. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's free. You're, it's that one thing that we all acknowledge is your taste. Yeah, we don't we complain or we, we, you know, we're like, well, whatever, you're an idiot. But, you know, when it comes to music, most people are very respectful of you can't help it. You know, it's what you like. But I'm hoping that this, you know, this album and this music um, brings people uh, a different um, understanding of the Latin experience you know uh, and, and specifically for me, it's very important the Venezuelan experience, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I'm I'm hoping that it, it shows you you know that it I mean no offense of course all Venezuelan I mean all Latin music is is great but it's not reggaeton it's not uh, mariachi it's not salsa it's not cumbia so it's something else that I'm not so sure I think the only person that I know that it's something Lasa de Sela which is a beautiful woman who her name was Lasa de Sela and she was a Caribbean I'm sorry a Canadian Mexican. French, okay. French Mexican. And okay. She, she, she died sadly at 32 a few years ago. Oh, that's terrible. Cancer. I mean, it's like, I mean, why not? I mean, you're just like, oh my God, you're like, why are these people so cool or dying, you know, so young? Uh, anyway, she, Lasa de Sela, I'll send you um, the, the information about her so you listen. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, but just just you know that there's the, the the Spanish music is not just flamenco or like the cultural blah blah blah. That we also have a very personal, intimate kind of way of of, of songs. You know, it's not those same genres. And mm-hmm. I always say genres. I always say that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. We say everything wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm moving. 
<laughs> Maybe I won't have an accent. <laughs> um, but you do. So your new album is out on June 9th, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what is what is what is what is the name of the album? I'm not even gonna try. This pichada means hard. I mean, when you're despechado, well, it could be a couple of things. Like when someone is despechado is when they uh when someone breaks up with you and you're heartbroken. You're you're just you know you go to the bar and you're you know you're despechado. You are without your. Unfortunately, I am familiar. <laughs> me too. Eh? Me too. Me too. Yeah. So it's like when you go there and you're like your heart is like in your in your hands. So it means uh without chest. So yeah. literally it means without chest. But but in reality we use it for heartbroken. Or when you're like drinking, you're like you know, that's also you know I don't know how what's the word in English. Um, that would be the word of English without heartbroken. But when you're like you know angry about it anyway. Um, uh, maybe jaded. Jaded, jaded, or yeah, exactly. But it, it also means that. But in this one, it means just heartbroken. So it is the 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 ache from from all that we feel about not being able to go home and uh and uh all the horrors that happen. I mean, my family still doesn't have they don't have water. They have to get up at two in the morning to go and get gas and wait in line in a country full of oil. You know, you have to wait, it's get up weird. at three in the morning, yeah. get in line, and everybody's in line. And by the time you get there, they might be run out of gas because they don't know how to work that stuff because everybody left. So, I mean, it's just like, so it's, it's about Despachada. It means heartbroken. And it's these songs are all by our favorite, like I said, from the from this different regions of the, and reimagined, re but fantastic. Mm -hmm. And all the amazing players uh, that were with us in, in this endeavor. But, um, in um again i'm just it's it's just a little taste of 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 uh this of the venezuelan music for that is that you will see that it's not mexican it's not puerto rican it's like you will yeah. see every country when we that we kind of compile us all together but every country has its own uh thing and mm -hmm. we we know it. It's like we differentiate our accents. Like we like here, you know, somewhere from Massachusetts, somewhere from New York. The same thing with Latin America. You know, you know, these songs are from that country. We're very close to Colombia. I mean, uh, to Colombian music. We're similar, uh, but uh, this is just a tribute to to um, to the struggle, and and the lyrics kind of represent that. Yeah, so. that's that's very heartfelt and sweet. Uh, <laughs> is it going to be available? on all the platforms and you know where can yeah, people go to and, your... and, you know, right i i i mean i know it's uh i don't know what, what do you think about this but we're i'm not we're not putting an album yet i mean if we anything we will do an actual uh record mm -hmm. but i hate plastic so i'm kind of just doing it online yeah i don't want to release i don't want to create more plastic with cds or anything so so yes it's gonna be just streaming yeah uh, i don't think i don't I don't think anyone uses CDs anymore, honestly. And then records, I'm like, well, not everybody has a record player. And uh, even though this music kind of lead, lends to to be in a record, I'm sure it would sound super cool. But um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, streaming and all the outlets. And, uh, and then check out our videos that we are putting out. We did uh, Carmela is a video that was done by AI. Oh, was, really? We're interesting working with AI. Don't listen. I mean... <laughs> I know. Oh, we're like, okay, don't be mean, be me, don't be mean, don't be mean. 
is this listening you know no but anyway it was very interesting to i mean it's it's not as smart as we think but <laughs> but i mean it's getting there and it was very very interesting uh and so uh i'm happy to uh because this is so new and the music is done so we so we're creating this latin music with this ai video and so let me know what you think after you you watch it and, the, and yeah i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it from that yeah like, yeah from... it's all ai baby and it was just so fun to kind of try to what do we talk what how do we what do we tell it you know what do, how do we feed it and uh and it did great i mean it, it did it, it was it was our curve we needed to learn <laughs> yeah I mean, it does what it does, but uh, it was, it was, it's been, uh, it was wonderful. We were very happily surprised in, in, uh, in working with it. <laughs> and again, I was like, you know, not, not, you know, budget wise, people wise, it was just fantastic. And of course, Natalia Pizarro was the director and she is just a, a master at that. And, and she did a fantastic job and we had a great collaboration on, on doing that. So that's cool. Check it out. It's on yeah. Launch Lab YouTube. And uh, let me know what you think. I will, for sure. Um, but thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, oh, my God. so thank much fun. Yeah, it was super yeah. fun. Uh, and finally meeting you. And, and hopefully I'll meet you in person when yeah. I move. <laughs> Come on out to Plymouth, man. Like, Hey, I should go. I should we, go. We, uh, we have five breweries, uh, two wineries, a distillery, and a cider house. Wow, winery. Yeah, two of them. How wine? How do you get time to grow wine? Okay. Well, I'm so gonna... it's in it's 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 a different kind of wine. I'm not a huge wine person, but it, it tends to be more fruit wine because we don't grow grapes around here. Right, okay. That's yeah. what okay. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Well, I would absolutely love to go see I you make it uh you're doing such a great job for, for your home and your community. Oh, thank actually, you. I actually watched an interview, you being interviewed before you interviewed me. Ha <laughs> ha. So, you watched me being interviewed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. I got I had the pleasure to watch a video of you being interviewed. So I know a lot of all the good stuff you're doing. So uh I appreciate oh, it. I mean community is everything. So good for you for believing and in, in standing in giving your community, keeping them together, man. It, it's together, it's all can... self-serving, man. It's just because I think it's fun. <laughs> hey, well, yeah. I'm glad you are you fine. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. You know, we need people like you everywhere. I yeah. I wish more oh thank you that's very sweet well no honestly no you're really making everybody like like you said you're the art the food the music you're just putting it all together and 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 you know you feel like you really live in a beautiful rich place when someone's able to see all they have they're like oh my god we have this and that you're doing that for your community and i really appreciate it and thank you for listening to my music so yeah man I'll, I'll have to come out to California and, and check out the community there too. So please do, please yeah. do. Let me know when you're here. We'll do. And <laughs> right. uh, so thank you for our listeners for listening and we'll see you guys again next week. And thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash to support the show. You can join over there for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns, or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, 
Old Colony cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.